welcome to another episode of the sad hour this is your host lil mint um so i think i figured it out so obviously i feel like mondays is the perfect time to do these episodes one because i feel like typically mondays are always that day where um we return to work or daily life and now it's you know everyone going back to school I think it's one of those things where it's just such a long day sometimes. So I kind of want to create a positive spin on a Monday and kind of take that stigma out of Mondays being so terrible. At least that's what I want to do for myself. Um, but yes, um, I hope you guys miss me like I've missed you because, you know, I need constant validation, obviously, so just here to to hear that I love yous from you. And also to bore you with my life, starting with my weekend. Let's go. And so I guess what I wanted to talk to you guys about today is basically a little bit of my weekend and my journey through this whole self-improvement. I feel like this weekend... <clears throat> I kind of had like a a setback personally only because I feel like I got really um kind of like emotion emotionless emotionful I don't think those are words what are words you know you will hear me make up words I just hope you know that and a I do know that I'm dumb and b I know that I'm dumb um, as long as you know that and I know this to be true, I think we're going to get along very well. But this is a completely judgment-free zone. Therefore, you can fuck up and make as many mistakes as you want with me and it'll be fine. I promise you that. So honestly, what I wanted to talk to you about is um, my the way that I'm dealing with things, basically. So as someone that has ADHD... Unfortunately, there's a lot of, uh, I feel like, misinformation with that. A lot of the times I feel like people are stuck on ADHD being just a child thing. And then when you grow up, you grow out of it. And it's mainly like a boy thing. I feel like when it comes to women, um, specifically adult women as well, there's, I feel like, a bad stigma to that too. It's kind of like taboo, like, oh, no, um, that doesn't exist. It can't exist, you know. And I'm here to tell you, it very much exists. Um, and I can go down the list and, you know, kind of tell you a little bit about it. Um, one thing that I do want to clarify is that I'm not that person that will ever use um, my ADHD diagnosis as a disadvantage. And I also, I low-key hate when I hear people use it as an excuse. Um, because I feel like I've struggled my whole life to prove that I am on the same, if not, like on the same wave, you know, like I'm like in the same position as other people. Like I, I feel like I've constantly have to prove myself. Um, even when I was in school, I feel like I always tried like a hundred percent when I did try to just do the bare minimum that other people found easy. And when that wasn't good like when I started to fail or when I I wasn't getting it I felt so dumb 
and so I grew up thinking so little of myself like I really thought I was mentally just dumb I, I really did think like compared to my older sister who has always been great academically I always felt just like I lacked so much of that and then you know growing up with the father that I did he was also very you know strict and um so when my sister would obviously like outdo me all the time and everything I just felt so undeserving and so small you know like I wasn't enough like my hard effort because I genuinely would put a hundred percent effort until I stopped caring and that um happened obviously later on and I, I at that point I just didn't give a fuck about anything or any anyone you know but I did want to dive into it because obviously it's something that still affects me to this day and it's something that I'm getting treatment for finally um and I do feel like that has has helped a lot and so trigger warning I will be discussing medications at least the ones that I've tried um, if you guys are interested, you can still listen. And before I do start, you know, diving in, I, I also also, what the fuck? <laughs> I also want to make it clear that if I ever say things twice, I apologize. I do have a way of repeating myself a lot. And I know this now, I'm more self-aware, but it still happens. Um, I do interrupt a lot. And I don't know why I like I find it annoying when people interrupt like a conversation um but I do it all the time and I, I literally feel like I have no self-control um I mainly do it when someone's sharing something I'm like oh yes like I, I know that but obviously I feel like I don't do it like that like like such a child way but I do find myself um cutting in a lot and then one of the things that I do the most is mid-sentence and I do this literally every single conversation um even with my doctor is i'll be thinking about a topic that we're discussing right so i'm engaging in it i'm talking about it and myth through me discussing my point i literally lose my whole train of thought so if i had so if i had like the perfect opinion like the perfect idea like oh this is gonna make me a million dollars this is like solid a1 idea I will be excited. I, I start to say it and literally as I'm getting to the middle part or that part, um, I, I've completely forgotten. And it's uh it's so annoying, but it happens all the time that I will genuinely stop what I'm saying and I'll ask, Wait, what was I talking about? And and I mean it. Like it's not that, you know, I'm playing like I, I mean it. Like what were we talking about? Like what was my point? Um and so it's helpful when the other person was listening and then they tell me the point and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I was going this way. <laughs> so it's kind of funny, but I feel like that's something that always happens to me. So if I do that here where mid train of thought, you're like, why does she jump topics? That is the reason why. Okay. That is a hundred percent the reason why. Um, not because I don't have anything to say about it. Just because I just know what the fuck I was saying. And, uh, I don't know if any of you guys are, the office fans but i fuck with the office so hard um there's one scene from the office where michael's like sometimes i'll start a sentence and i don't even know where it's going i just hope i find it along the way <laughs> and i think it's so hilarious because that is genuinely 110 percent me so kind of to begin to break down what happened this weekend i began to clean out my closet 
not because I wanted to, but because it was necessary. Um, something with me is I am super anal about things being where they go. Um, so for someone with ADHD, I feel like the stigma is always that, oh, you're really messy. Um, you know, you're not organized at all. Your house is a mess. Your desk is a mess. You leave piles of unattended shit everywhere. But as someone that grew up, you know, with a, a father that liked things in his place and a mother that was very much disorganized, I feel like I took more of my dad's side because I grew up with him, you know, making me clean. If I, if I had to clean the tile, you know, from the kitchen floor, it was like tile by tile. And that's how I was made to clean. Versus my mom being, I feel like, very disorganized and, and actually having hoarder tendencies. I feel like she she did um, hoard a lot and that, that was something that I didn't like, especially like when my dad would be upset about that and there were fights about that. And so as a child, I hated that. And so I feel like now as an adult, I like things to go where they belong, where I feel like they belong. And so... It's not just because of how I grew up. I think it has a lot to do with um, me forgetting everything. I, I could literally be holding my phone and I'll do something and I will genuinely forget completely. Like it does not exist. Like I will freak out and be like, where was my phone? Where is it? And I just had it. You know, it was me. I'm the culprit. I'm the one that had the phone. I'm the one that will lose everything, you know. And so because of that, I have to have things in a specific place because I feel like it's more of building muscle memory for me than actually remembering anything because I genuinely lose everything. Even when it comes to like forgetting medications, for example, it can go from misplacing something so small to forgetting if I've already taken my dose of medication for the day. And sometimes I have double dose because of that. And it's genuinely like forgetfulness, mainly because I am distracted a lot of the time. I feel like my mind is always on something. It's never just in one single thought. So it's always kind of like jumping and jumping and it's exhausting. Sometimes I want to just rest, but my mind is always active. It just wants to go. And so um, with that being said, I know I just went into a whole tangent there. Um, I decided that I really needed to clean out my closet. Again, not because it's dirty or anything, like I'm very organized, um, but because I just had a lot of shit, like something with ADHD that I struggle with is impulsiveness. I am completely impulsive. I make fucking dumb decisions. Like I'm a shopping addict and I, I feel like I do sort of have an addiction, um, to shoes at least. Um, but I feel like my personality, I do have very addictive tendencies and an addictive personality. So it takes the right thing to get me hooked on it and then make me kind of spiral out of control as well. So like I proceeded and I went into my closet. And as sad as I was trying to get rid of a lot of pairs of shoes, I just had to. And so low-key, I'm proud of myself for it, but another part of me is really sad that I that I am detaching from these shoes. And I, I wish you guys you know could see it like it's shoes that I literally that are like in new condition that I've had for like years or months and that I don't wear it's something where I'm like oh shopping and then something like grabs my attention and I want to do it and so this impulsive behavior is something that I definitely spoke to my 
doctor about it and, and told him like this is what I want to work on and you know with the impulsiveness it's not just shopping I know that I'm literally focusing on that right now but it goes through everything like impulsiveness when it comes to decision making or just the way that I react and stuff like that so not just in that section of my life and so to get back into this story of my impulsive behavior when it comes to like at least shoes in that sense is that when my location where I work closed down because of COVID it actually hit pretty hard in our state it's actually pretty hard still here in Arizona we are the hot spot of the world apparently but anyway we had been closed down right so I'm not working uh, fortunately enough the company that I work for was great to their employees and so I continue to still get paid just the same um, but instead of doing what everyone did so a lot of people were in panic mode right so there was shortage of toilet paper and hand sanitizer and all that stuff but instead of I guess looking out in that aspect I literally went and started shopping and it was nothing to do with like what you would expect someone to shop for in the middle of a pandemic for example groceries you know supplies um first aid kits i don't know thermometers and medicine i don't know you know it was nothing like that and so what i was doing was obviously being so bored and impulsive i was just online shopping a lot and by the end of you know the shutdown of our store returning back to work i just saw all the damage that i had done and i saw what a waste that was and so as hard as it is right now i really am trying to stay away from that because i feel like with my depression right i have mdd i feel like sometimes i just look for these things that give me happiness but I am also understanding that the happiness that I get is only temporary and it will literally go away as soon as I get the package, see what's inside and that's it. Like it, it will literally have no meaning to me. And so I will never look at it again, whatever that was, shoes, like whatever I ordered. And then when I finally comes down to like returning it, but I don't really return it. Like I just like leave it in my closet forever. Um, when it comes to getting rid of it finally, then I start having attachment issues, which is fucking crazy because everyone knows inanimate objects don't have feelings, yet I have such a big attachment to them. Um, so going back to that, I started to obviously clean that out. And so I was kind of feeling some type of way already, to be honest, like kind of like annoyed and pissy. And I'm the one making the choice to get rid of them, right? No one's actually forcing me to. But I start noticing that I'm like in a pissy mood. Um, and so when I'm talking to, you know, other people or they're like kind of trying to converse and, you know, talk to me, uh, I just feel like I'm like in this like mood where I'm like annoyed and unhappy. And I can't tell you why. Like I don't have a exact explanation, but it's something that I am trying to dive into so that I can understand myself. Because something that I've realized is if I don't know why I'm acting this way and I don't understand my feelings, why should I expect someone else to understand me? Or why should I expect somebody else to just take my bad mood when I don't even know why my bad mood is here? 
you know? And so um, something that I wanted to kind of like explain to you as well is symptoms of ADHD. And so again, if you're someone that is struggling uh, with not understanding yourself or, or having these moods so up and down and struggling at work, struggling at school, it's maybe something that you want to think about. And I'm going to kind of go over the symptoms a little bit. And uh, honestly, out of 10, you know, 9.5 are check marks for me, you know. And so in the behavioral term, there is hyperactivity. As a child, I feel like I was very hyperactive. As an adult now, I feel like I have those moments where I am hyperactive, but I feel like with depression as well, there's actually instances where I don't fucking want to do anything. And you cannot get me to do anything. Like, get out of the house at all? Nope. Like, I'm not leaving the house. And it's hard sometimes to even get out of the room, you know, but I feel like hyperactivity was true for me when I was younger. Um, fidgeting, for sure. I fidget all the time I have that little like fidget box cube where you just press and everything um what I do do a lot of when I'm fidgety I like you cannot sit me down in a spinning chair because I will spin (laughs) but the thing is I I'm also such a like (laughs) I'm such a wimp I get motion sick super fast so if I spin a lot I'm like oh my god I have to stop I'm nauseous um which I just find is funny because if I were to write a book, it'd definitely be something along the lines of the Diaries of the Wimpy Kid, um, but, like, really wimpy. And so, um, impulsivity is another one. Uh, definitely, I struggle with being impulsive, and it's not just with shopping, it's with every aspect of my life. Like, I could be impulsive in making a decision, impulsive in, in saying something I shouldn't, you know, um, impulsive when... My thoughts are just running and I say something dumb, especially like when I'm talking to someone and I don't understand that I need to think before I speak. That is something that I do um, find well that I do find hard to change um, because it's something that I feel like I've never taken the time to analyze or try to just stop myself from doing um but I feel like now as as I started therapy and I'm taking medication for this I feel like I am mindful but mindfulness doesn't always change it you know what I mean like I could be mindful and I can tell you now like okay retrospect like okay I could have acted better I could have done this and that when I had a conversation with so-and-so it didn't have to be an argument blah 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 so I can look at it later you know after the moment is gone and analyze it but in the moment where I am in distress or I'm annoyed or or feeling whatever mood I feel like my impulsiveness to just say whatever is there and it's it's bad and so I did experience that, that this weekend as well where I feel like I said a lot of shit that I shouldn't have said only because I was again pissy with having to deal with with this having to literally deal with the skeletons in my closet like all the shit that i've done like it was staring at my face another thing with behavioral though is risk taking behaviors and i have to say that is me 100 percent. whether it is from speeding as fuck or trying to beat that yellow light that you know is going to turn into a red light but 
about to get caught you know like i remember when i was younger i made some dumb decisions i have gotten suspended from school several times i would always be in trouble always be in trouble honestly um because i would do risky things or would get in trouble um i remember one of my friends uh in high school stole basically um a pack of those attendance sheets you know the passes where where if you have a pass you can take someone from class because they need to go to the office or if you're running late you know you get those passes so one of my friends took a whole clean packet from i don't know what teacher and so what i started doing i started freaking forging the signatures and i started getting my friends out of class so i ditched and i think i was a sophomore and one of my friends and I, we we go to a teacher's um, class, and it turned out to be a substitute teacher. And I was like, oh, easier. You know, it's a sub. I can definitely get away with this. Uh, turns out that substitute teacher had been teaching at that school for like 20 years and retired and now was a sub, you know. And so they knew that I was bullshitting. And so when I gave that pass and I was like, oh, I need so-and-so. We need to go to the office. They need them for whatever reason. He, like, saw through that bullshit. He kept that pass, and then I got in trouble, basically. I was in trouble for forgery or whatever, and I got suspended. Um, <laughs> I got ISS, though. I didn't get, like, out-of-school suspension that time. But it's stuff like that, like, things like that that I find, like, oh, yeah, they're good ideas. Why not? Like, it's fun, like, whatever. When it's not, it's, it's dumb as fuck. Like, I needed to be in school. I needed to be in class. Um, so, like, ditching and all that stuff I did started smoking weed at 16 um and and just you know fell off the rails really and so risk-taking behaviors right and now the other one is irritability which I feel like I'm always like getting upset about something honestly like honest to god I am always upset about something and it could be something small like it could be like um I don't know like somebody past me without saying excuse me that fucking pisses me off like at a grocery store i'm like bitch how hard is it to say excuse me when you're passing by um but that really just goes with everything not just like one specific thing <clears throat> and then the last one is a uh, lack of restraint i feel like i do have this sometimes too again it just feel like i feel like for me it ties down with a lot of the things like um lack of restraint like where i just feel like I can't say no to myself and I just like let myself do whatever it is I want to do. And then obviously when I realize I've already made super bad decisions or poor choices and then I have to deal with them later. So present me has to deal with the shit that past me did because um, I just didn't, I, I didn't think before I did anything. And so... Moving on to cognitive, um, the first one right here is uh, difficulty focusing. That is literally the case for me. I've always had difficulty focusing um, since I was younger till now that I'm an adult. I, I really get bored super easy. Um, and so with me, I, I can't focus on something that I don't find interesting. And so staring at a computer, I hate. I, I honestly hate it. Um, I gave my laptop away because I had it forever and I would never get on it um, because I feel like ha like I associate sometimes like computers and stuff like to school and I just hated 
not being able to focus or not being interested. And so when it comes to anything that I'm just not interested in, I, I cannot focus on. And even when I try really hard and I tell myself, you know, you got to do this. Like you, you need to do this trainings for work. You need to do these for whatever reason. It's just something that I can't force myself to do. I really have to, I feel like, take my medication in order to really get that push that I need. Um, the other one is forgetfulness. Again, forgetfulness, like I touched on it, I will forget anything and everything. And my biggest issue is that I am kind of like a neat freak. So I tell myself, oh, okay, I have these things right here um, that I'm going to need. For example, a charger. I'm going to put it in this location. Um, and this is going to be my safe spot. And then I completely forget about it. And then when I, when someone asks me, hey, did you move the charger? I'm like, no. Because I don't remember moving it, but obviously it was me. And so then I'm there at the house trying to find it and I'm moving everything around to see if I could figure out what the fuck I did with that charger, you know. And so I feel like I do go through a lot of that forgetfulness. Um, one of the things that I did that that was not cheap to replace was I lost my whole bag. Now, I say lost because I don't know if it was stolen or lost, but knowing me it was probably lost um in this bag uh, i don't know if you guys know what the brand supreme is so it was the supreme black bag the ss18 and i fucking lost it i don't know what i did with it i had my airpods in there i had my ids in there i had so much in there so much in there and i lost it and so the last thing i remember was leaving it at work in the break room that's the last thing I remember. But again, I I have such a terrible memory that I, I can't be sure. So I had told my bosses, I'm like, you know what? I, I feel like I left it here from what I remember. And so they wanted to kind of make like a report and do everything. And I was like, the people that I work with, I fucking, I fuck with them so hard. I, I do not distrust any of them like that to believe that they would do anything like that wholeheartedly. I, I could say that I feel like they're all good people. And so I was like, no, I don't want to make this report when I don't even know. Like, my boss was asking me, so at what time? When was the last time? And I'm like, I don't know. All I remember is that I had it, and now I don't have it anymore. And I don't know what I did with it. I just remember going into work, I had it. Leaving work, I don't remember if I had it or not. Then I went to a restaurant. I don't remember if I had it enough or not, excuse me. The one thing I do remember was when it came down to pay, I was like, oh, shit, where's my card? Where's my bag? And that's when I realized I didn't have my bag anymore. But from from that moment was when I realized I didn't have it. And that was it. I could not remember what I did with it. And so it just sucked to like lose all these important things and things that meant something to me. And then like not knowing where the fuck I left it. Um, the other one is lack of concentration. It is freaking true. Um I struggled with concentration at school, um, even at work. A lot of the times, I just, it's just hard to, like, stay, I feel like, in one, in one spot for me. Like, again, it's always my mind that is thinking of 50 million things at once, and it's really hard to kind of make it stop. Um, the next one is problem paying attention. Yes, I cannot pay attention. I feel like it's the same shit. It, it goes hand in hand with concentration and difficulty focusing i feel like those just go hand in hand for me and how i was with school how i was with my parents like my dad would say something 
and he would hit me. My dad was that person that um, was some someone that disciplined physically, and so something that that when he would you know hit me or I would get in trouble, he would always be like, "It's because you don't pay attention. No pones atención. Um, you're always distracted." And he he said that you know often, and so uh, the way that I just see it, I I don't really have any um, specific explanation for it. It's just something that I just struggle with and I don't know I don't know you know why specifically is this what however my brain is wired is is how it's wired and this is this is what I I just experienced myself you know um but with the medications that I am taking it does help me you know try to pay attention it helps me concentrate a little bit better but I would be lying if I told you that I fixed everything because it doesn't um the 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 last two are racing thoughts or short attention span, yes and yes. Again, that was cognitive, and again, with everything that I said, I feel like it, it, they just go hand in hand, you know. I have a million thoughts in my mind, and I jump from thought to thought, so therefore it creates, I feel like, short attention span because I'm I, I'm talking about something, and then I'm over it already, I'm moving on to something else, so I'm constantly moving, you know, in my head. Uh, lastly, um, it's mood. So with mood, you can experience anxiety, boredom, excitement, or mood swings. And those are all a check mark for me. You can ask anyone around me. Anxiety, I do have my diagnosis of generalized anxiety. That one just comes with me feeling like there's an impending doom. Um, that I'm gonna fucking die. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm constantly in a state of worry, honestly, all day, every day, and it, it literally comes from, I don't know. Like, I, it could be this. Uh, it could be the situations that I've dealt with. You know, family as well. It could be so many things. I can't really pinpoint to one thing, but I do have anxiety. I feel like attacks that kind of like, um you know, leave me feeling sick, like where I feel like, oh, my chest hurts, my chest hurts. Um, when I was 14 was when I started experiencing like chest pains and my dad took me to to like just see the doctor, like as an appointment, they asked me questions, blah, blah, blah. They checked my heart. And I remember the first time I heard anxiety and they were like, oh, it, it looks like you you might have anxiety. And because um, basically my heart sounded good and everything. And I just looked at the doctor like, what the fuck? Like, I looked at the doctor and I was upset. I was like, what do you mean? Because I feel like anxiety and all that stuff with my parents being so religious, it has like a really bad stigma. Like anxiety is a spirit, you know, anxiety is a spirit. Um, depression is a spirit that you need to pray away, you know. And so I felt like there was something wrong with me. Like spiritually, I felt like spiritually, I felt like I wasn't where God wanted me to be with my par- where my parents wanted me to be. And that's why I was suffering this. And so. With that being said, obviously there's nothing that my parents did. There's nothing that I did after that. And the anxiety kind of just grew from that moment on. Um, and that was me being a teen. Like like I said, like pretty young. 14, 16, something like that. I, I really don't remember the exact date. But um, that's kind of when I remember it starting. Um, boredom. Yes, I get bored so easily. Um, when something that I do that is, is super annoying and I know that I need to stop it 
is when someone's talking and they're just going in circles and they've explained something to me. I'm just like, I do this thing with my hand where I rotate it and I'm like, okay, like continue, let's go. Because I feel like if they don't tell me their point fast enough, I'm I'm not gonna like listen. I will literally look at you and nod my head, but I will not be listening at all. And not because I don't care. I, I really genuinely care, um, especially when it comes to my friends or other individuals that really, you know, are telling me about themselves or opening up. But it just I, I'm so into the next thought that it's hard to like pay attention and stay focused. And so I end up getting bored. Um, and that's something that I am trying to work on. With moods, excitement or mood swings, yes, I get really excited over some dumb things. I get too, too excited. Um, that's why I say, like, my moods are so up and down because I'm either, like, really upset or bored or whatever it is, annoyed. It's mainly feelings I'm annoyed. I feel like I'm never, like, mad unless I'm really mad. But it's more like feeling annoyed um, or I'm just completely excited. Like, something, like, has me hooked and I'm like, yes, I'm so excited about it. I'm all about it. And usually my hyper focus will be like, oh, my God, I just got a new journal let me journal every day and I'm journaling and then by the next three days or in two weeks I'm like over it and I never do it again (laughs) so I do that um mood swings it's something that I'm going to bring to my doctor today um I have my appointment at 1 p.m and it's something that I've already discussed with him we've we've been in talks and he told me to write down what it is that I feel um unfortunately guys I don't know if you guys struggle with this but I feel like when it comes to self-analyzing myself, I, I can't do it. I, I can say like, oh, I was in a bad mood. And he'll, and he'll ask me like, why? What were you feeling? What did you feel right before you went into that mood? How did you feel after? What did you do? Like, what was your, your, your thought process? Uh, what did you say? Um, do you remember this and that? And I'm like, no, I actually don't remember any of that. I don't remember. I just remember being upset. And so... I do have constant mood swings where I'm like really happy or really upset or really like calm or like agitated and it's just it's just so fucking exhausting like I I just even talking about it right now guys I hope you know that I genuinely want to be a good person and when I when I say these things I'm I'm giving you full clarity I want you to get a picture of me the good the bad and the ugly and so I'm not perfect at all, and that's why I'm getting help in the treatment because I want to be a better person. I want to be able to communicate the right way, communicate with empathy, be sympathetic, pay attention, understand someone else without taking anything personal. And that's why I'm, I'm in this self-help journey because I feel like I lived so long without understanding myself or thinking that something was wrong with me spiritually because everything that I've said, I feel like is is deemed to be like a bad spirit or a demon or or something bad you know from the church's perspective and so i i started hating myself and i feel like that's why i i have such low self-esteem or low self-worth because i was made to feel like like that was me like i'm nothing you know and god has to rescue me and save me because i'm nothing look at me and so that's why I think I'm also getting the help because I just don't want to feel like that anymore. And so uh, right here, as I'm reading, people may experience like with ADHD, uh, 
all those things. So behavioral, cognitive, mood, and now the also common is depression, learning disabilities, or sleep deprivation. So depression, yes, like I said, I have MDD, and I do believe it has to do with my ADHD and because I go through all these emotions and mood swings, and then like I feel shitty because I'm not progressing or at work I do something wrong and it stays with me you know what I mean like but it's also I feel like its own entity as as it is like its own diagnosis um depression does intertwine with ADHD but um I feel like there's also a lot of other things in my life that had obviously gotten me to this lower point and I can always discuss that further in detail as well moving on to the learning disability part I feel like I did struggle more than the average teen or the average neurotypical mind when it came down to learning the way that other students learned like I feel like while everyone learned really fast or understood something I was having to ask the same questions five times just to even get where they were um and so I I did experience a lot of those like difficulty learning um, I wouldn't say learning disability because I know people actually have, you know, learning disabilities and I don't want to dismiss that, but I did have difficulty learning myself. Um, wouldn't just, it came, it came down to like anything that had to do with me focusing, concentrating, paying attention, um, you know, and my forgetfulness. And the last thing is sleep deprivation. Yes, I cannot sleep for the life of me. I've been given sleep medications for insomnia but i tell i tell doctors you know like i'm not someone that wants to be medicated when i don't need it and so when i was given sleep medications i felt like they weren't helping because it's not just about falling asleep it's staying asleep and when i would wake up i'm constantly thinking of something it's like my brain wakes up and it just wants to go through everything it wants to go through the whole day or it wants to have a song stuck in my head the whole day and now when I wake up it's still stuck in my head and so I have that and and I always and I do get a lot of nightmares too and that goes with with another thing that I'll discuss later but um obviously like this is all stuff that I deal with honestly on the daily with that diagnosis and so I kind of just wanted to get it off my chest too, you know, that I'm imperfect and that I also have those off days as well, like I did have um, this last weekend. But it was really important for me to see um, what I have to keep working on and get an idea of what I still need to achieve. And obviously with this weekend, it was just basically a lot of me facing myself and facing reality for what it is, you know. This weekend was rough for me because... I had to face these addictive tendencies that I have, these impulsive behaviors that I have. I had to, I literally had to face them face to face and I did not like it, like it, excuse me. It was like such an ugly, dark side to me because it's something that I, I just ignore so that I don't see how big the problem is. But I had to look at it in the face and I got rid of a lot of stuff that I'm very happy about and and low-key, I, I am proud of myself. Like, I'm working on it. I, I still have a long way to go. And then the other thing is when it comes to the mood swings, the irritability and stuff, it's something that I definitely want to address because I just want to get better, you know. And I'm just here to tell you 
if you feel like you have any of the things that I discussed above, I do suggest getting the help. You should not live with feeling bad about yourself. You should not have to be content. You should not have to settle for feeling bad all the time. You should be able to get the help that you need. You should be able to feel good about yourself and acknowledge that you are trying your best just because things don't come out the way they should. Um, even when you try, it doesn't mean you have to give up or, or give yourself a hard time. And so I'm going to finish with um, with taking medication. I started with um, Stratera and Stratera was really good for me. I started Stratera at 40 milligrams, then I was up to 80 milligrams, and I finally ended at 100 milligrams. Stratera would make me concentrate. It would honestly do it. It was like a extended release. It was like for the whole day. The, the thing that made me stop Stratera was that I feel like my mind just wanted to relax because I feel like with that, I was forced to concentrate. And which was good, right? I was able to do the things that I needed to do. I was able to organize my thoughts in my head. But then as we went up, I just felt like I didn't want to be concentrating all day. I just wanted to like let my own mind come out, you know, like after work, I wanted my own mind to just relax. And so when I moved up, not only did my concentration become so much more intense, but my stomach like just that part of it like the side effects were were awful um i did get really sick i was really nauseous for a long time and then what what made me completely stop that medication was i had already been talking to my doctor about how sick i felt with it and so one day i had to go do laundry and i had taken it obviously like like i'm used to taking it and so i started getting more nauseous and i'm like ugh, like i already know it i have to lay down I'm feeling nauseous right this is like usually what happens but I couldn't I felt so sick I threw up I threw up while I was driving I couldn't stop like I threw up on my lap on by the like it was so disgusting um by the door and like by well like on the seat obviously and it kind of like went towards the steering wheel like it was awful it was a lot and so that really made me stop. It just made me sick. So Stratera was good for my concentration, but for my stomach, like the side effects were just awful. And so right now for my ADHD, I am taking Adderall. Um, obviously, I feel like a lot of people know Adderall to be this like college people drug that makes them concentrate, like it's a narcotic, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I never tried it outside of treatment. I've never indulged in it for my own benefit other than for treating um, my mental disorder. Um, and so the experience that I've had with Adderall has been positive. Um, and I can say that it's very much structured the way that I have to take it. I take 15 milligrams extended release in the morning. And a couple hours later, I take a 10 instant release so it's a total of 25 we are gonna up that because i feel like compared to stratera it's not as stratera is and i do feel like i need um a little bit more help um i feel like adderall though is working for me because 
even though I take the extended release, it doesn't last all day like Stratera is. So my mind is still able to relax after work and just enjoy myself with me, like by myself, like my own thoughts without feeling like I'm not myself anymore. And the way that I could describe stimulant medication to anyone out there that is curious about, you know, if they suffer from ADHD or not even suffer, if they have it, excuse me. Um, I would say that the way that it feels for me is like, you know, when you watch, I don't know if you guys watch that hoarder show, so the hoarding, you walk in or they walk into the room or the house and it's completely disgusting. It's disorganized, it's messy. It looks like a tornado went in there. It's just like all over the place. That's how my mind is every day. And what medication does to me, it basically organizes that mess in the room. It doesn't make me, you know, um, I'm like, oh, like ambitious. Oh, my God, I'm going to do a project all day. I build a, a house. You know, it's not nothing like that. It basically makes me be better about not being late to work. So <laughs> not having meltdowns in the morning because I don't have time or I'm rushing because I forgot to do something. So it just kind of like helps me relax in a way that my mind isn't racing. It's just kind of like concentrating more. So it doesn't fix the issues, it addresses them, and it helps. But um, that is right now uh, what I'm taking just for that, for the ADHD. Um, for depression and anxiety, I'm taking something else. But that was kind of a little bit of what I'm dealing with right now, what I'm working through right now. And like I said, you know, a therapy is helpful. And so if you are someone that is finding that you relate to a lot of these things or you know other things that you feel like you don't have the answer to i do advocate for personal uh care you know self-care and and going to see someone if you feel like it it would be suitable for you and if you feel like maybe you need a little bit of medication um you know i'm someone that that feels like it isn't bad unless you try it and if you like it or you don't however your body responds you you could respect that as well and again you know i do hope for the best for you guys i hope that this new week brings you a lot of love a lot of um good positive things and i hope that the world can get better even even if it looks like it's gonna take forever to to get back to normal right what is normal um we are working towards the new normal, but I, I do send positive vibes across the board to everybody out there that's listening. I also did create a Twitter page. It's called at the sad hour PCAST. Um, unfortunately, at the sad hour handle was freaking taken. And I checked to see who the fuck was running the page. It turns out it was created in 2013 and it's been inactive like since. And so I bet you it was my past me and I totally forgot about it. I would not be surprised. But also I don't want to claim that I did put that page up when I didn't. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. If you do want to follow me there, I do follow for follow. I don't believe in this whole um, I'm going to follow you and then I'm follow you when you follow me. Like that's some bullshit. Like if you want to go ahead and tell me uh, anything how you're feeling, you want someone to talk to, someone to vent. My DMs are open. I am here for you. 
I'm here to listen to you because I care about you. And we can literally embark in this journey together of self-exploration. You know what I'm saying? Um, you are special. You are loved. You belong right here in the sad hour. Thank you very much for tuning in. I am so sorry this was so long. And I do apologize again if I jump from thought to thought. Um, but this is my life. And now it's yours. And we're a part of each other's life. And we're a big happy family, like Barney said. Anyway, guys, have a good week and bless up. <laughs>